Yo guys, if you're like me, then you love making music more than anything else in the world. And chances are, you're probably learning how to monetize your passion for making music into a full-time living as we speak. My name's Jay Reed. I'm a 23-year-old music producer from Northern Virginia, and music is my burning passion. Now let's talk about it. Good morning, good afternoon, egg, or good night. You know, whatever time it is where you are and you're listening to this, it doesn't matter. If you're listening right now, I appreciate you. And um, I hope that you learn something or more importantly, learn a bunch of things. So don't be afraid to be that that student, that quote unquote, try hard and uh, grab a, a, you know, grab your popcorn, grab your, your pen and paper and sit down, get comfortable for this episode. I know it's been about a month and I'm sorry about that. I'm going to try to be more consistent. My goal is to have a podcast every two weeks. Um, eventually, you know, if I make it, if I make time or when I make time for this every week, but for now, um, every two weeks, that's what I'm going to go back to. Uh, if you hear this right now, you can tell the sound quality, um, is a lot better than what it used to be. I'm actually using my studio setup and my microphone for this right now. Um, so I really just want to step up the quality and, uh, you know, I can't wait for y'all to hear the whole podcast. Um, I hope y'all have been well. I hope y'all are staying blessed and having a great day. Um, and like I said, it doesn't matter what time of the day it is you're listening to this. Um, it just means a lot that you are listening and um, you're, you're putting the right foot forward in your in your career, whether it is as a producer, uh, 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 an artist, an engineer, maybe just an entrepreneur. It doesn't matter. I'm here for the creatives. I'm here for the business people. I just want to use this platform to show my voice. So with that being said, I know it's been a while, but let's kick it off. Um, I'm really excited for this episode. Was supposed to have a guest on, but don't worry, that'll come soon. The guests are are still coming. Um, it's a work in progress, y'all. So, so don't uh, uh, don't attack me too hard on social media. Um, but this episode today is going to be focused on social media, and not just social media. If you haven't already checked my first episode, I believe, and this will be episode seven. Check the first episode on a more general uh, my opinion, cons and pros of social media and the music industry and stuff. Um, but this episode specifically is going to be focused on, um, you know, not falling victim uh, to focusing on the number of followers you followers you have on Instagram, uh, uh, um, Twitter, YouTube, subscribers, whatever social media, not falling victim to focusing on the number as opposed to the quality of each follower you have and the quality of each relationship. Um, because that's what I think is a lot more important and that's what's been working for me. And that's, what's been increasing my beat sales and, and, uh, 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 the interest and and traffic on my page without honestly really trying that hard recently because of a new job and a lot of things, I haven't had nearly as much time to be consistent and posting at least once a day on Instagram, which is my focus, uh, right now and has been, um, but yeah, with that being said, Definitely stay tuned no matter what you're doing. If you're a creative of some sorts in the industry, entrepreneur, it's building a business, whether it's just a side hustle, but you want to get some money on the side to build a business, whatever scenario you are in, this episode is for you. So thanks for listening. Let's get started. All right. So firstly, um, you know, I've been using Instagram seriously for a few years. I'm, I'm a 23-year-old music producer, if you don't already know. My name's Jay Reed. Um and uh, I, I go by Jay Reed's Knocking. That's why this this podcast is called Jay Reed's Talking. Um, and basically, I started building my brand seriously about a year and a half, two years ago. Uh, you know, three years ago, I was Jay Reed Beats when I first was like, yo, I want, I, I need to be a producer, right? 
And then a year and a half ago or two, maybe, you know, closer to that, I started taking piano lessons because of coronavirus. I haven't been able to do in-person lessons, but uh, I'm getting sidetracked. Okay. So I've been, the point is I've been using social media for a while. I've spent a couple hundred dollars on Instagram ads, which suck. I started using Facebook ads uh, uh, recently for a new marketing system to uh, gain leads and and and, and gain uh, uh, conversions and, and traffic, and it's been working pretty well. But I'm not going to talk about advertisements. I'm going to talk about organic how you can how you can leverage. To, to, you know that's that's a that's a big one. Leverage that's important to create a business ecosystem. You need to leverage your fans and and you know don't just focus on monetization. No matter what you're doing, I've, of course, like me, probably if you're building a brand, if you're building a business and want to do this full time as a producer, or artist, whatever you are, um, you know, you don't want to just focus on the money and monetization. You want to enjoy each relationship and, and you want to build trust with your fans and you want to, you know, create repeat customers and all that. And the better you do and the more quality and consistent content you push and the more relationships you build. Um, the better chance you have at monetization, the more opportunity you have to bring in revenue and monetize each follower. Um, but if you just solely focus on the money, it's definitely going to reflect on the style and the sort of content you're putting out. And more importantly, the attitude and mindset. And uh, uh, that being said, how you're treating people during each conversation. Um. Like I said, feel free to take notes. There's going to be a lot to take in in this episode. It's going to be a, a shorter episode, but it's going to be like jam-packed with gems, gold mines, I'm telling you. And this is from my experience of using social media seriously for a, a, a few years. And and honestly, the, the if anything's worked for me the most, it's not advertisements, it's not any fake followers, any of that. Don't, don't, don't spam people links. Like That's just garbage. Um, it's organically growing and posting consistent content and obviously running ads and using paid promotion in between all that is fine, but don't use money as an excuse uh, for your lack of brand awareness and hard work because building relationships in every single fan and relationship you build is going to be uh, your long-term growth as a producer, as an artist, as an engineer, as a, as a graphic designer in, in the music industry, um, you know. And the reason this is so important uh, to me, um, focusing on each follower and each person and each conversation, is because it's easy to get carried away. And 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 you know, the effect of the Jones. It's easy to look at your friends or look at people you look up to. For instance, Superstar was a big producer that I that I idolized. And when I first started this a few years ago, uh, Curtis King is who I idolized. And you know, you have waves of these and these and these people that are important. And of course, I still have idols. Like for the past year, pretty much Superstar O has been one of my biggest idols. And um, of course, I, I was looking up to KBZ too. Um, who else? I still love Curtis King. I love Kyle Beats. I like a lot of the internet producers. And as far as industry producers, I love Zaytoven and Scott Storch. That's why I started playing piano a few years ago. Um, I'm just really inspired by piano. Um, but the point is, um, I kind of lost my train of thought. What was I saying? What was I saying? Uh, producers, producers, my inspiration, my inspiration. Um, what the fuck was I saying? Uh, I, I think I was just talking about the quality of each relationship. So 
the reason you're, you know, when you focus on each, okay, let's talk about this. I know what we're going to talk about. The reason focusing on each follower and each conversation is more important than, than, than the number. Oh, 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 I was, I was talking about comparing yourself to others. Let's, let's go down that route first. So, you know, comparing your, your, he's, I have 1250 someone followers on Instagram, right? Let's say I'm looking at someone who's verified 10,000 or more. No, screw that. Let's, 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 let's say I, I, I like an artist, uh, uh, Sexton. She's out of Cali. She's like this Australian girl who's dope. She has like 120,000 followers and superstar. I was 130 or 150,000 followers on Instagram now. So we'll, we'll talk about superstar, um, producer, one of the founding producers of selling beats online from sound click days before I even produced. Um, I was introduced to him when he was nearing in on a hundred thousand followers on Instagram, has a McLaren, has dope cars, has like a Savannah cat, like a F1 Savannah cat. If you don't know, they're like cheetahs. These cats are dope. I wanted to get one for a while. Um, since I'm allergic to cats, I probably will, uh, you know, go for a dog instead once I get one. Um, but the point is he, he, he has a very, you know, he's, he's pretty damn successful as an online producer. And I, and I get a lot of my plugins and drum kits from him now. And I buy, you know, I, I have a subscription with his, with one of the, his production monthly, uh, subscription things, right. For more drum kits, contest stuff like that. The point is I bought into his brand and I really appreciate it and love him. He's a, you know, he seems like a genuine, like a great guy and he's a dope producer. So I'm very inspired to him. Um, and him, it doesn't matter who you're inspired to. It doesn't have to be the same inspiration as me. Everyone has their different inspirations and, and reasons they're influenced by people. But the point is, if you fall victim of saying, oh, they have 120,000 followers, they're successful. They make a full-time living. If I have 120,000 followers, then I will be successful too. And that's just not how it works. That's really not how it works. And I'm not saying he has fake followers because I don't think he does because I see his engagement. And to be honest, I don't really care. I don't really play too much. I don't really focus on that. Like everyone else can have whatever fake followers or real followers they want. It's usually fairly obvious when someone has fake followers or not. Maybe some people have a little fake fluff. That's, that's less important than, but if you just have fake followers, that's trash. And that's going to reflect in your sales. Like a number, that's the fake it till you make it motto. Fake it till you make it is the most irrelevant trash ever. Like that's, that has literally been out of style for over a decade. That is like LimeWire. I don't know how, how old y'all are listening to this, but if you remember Soldier Boy days, uh, LimeWire, Soldier Boy used to, um, LimeWire is like, how can I explain LimeWire? LimeWire was before, way before SoundCloud and anything. Like you would download your music illegally. It was like back in the, um, not the Walkman days, but like after that, the portable little CD players, right? Uh, I think like 2006, pretty much. Let's 2006, Soldier Boy and LimeWire. If you know what LimeWire is, you would download your music illegally instead of paying for singles on iTunes or buying the CDs, right? And he would literally title stuff like Biggie Smalls or Easy E or Tupac mixtape or something, da da da. And you'd be like, wait, Tupac's dead. Easy E's dead. Biggie Small is dead. You'd click on it and be like, this is some unreleased music. Eh, no, you played, you played yourself, son. And 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 all you hear is, you, Soldier Boy up in his, oh, why me cranky, why me roll? Soldier Boy up in his, in his Superman, oh, no, why me, you. So basically, 
That's the fake it till you, that's the fake it till you make it method. And I guess that kind of worked, you know. Soldier Boy leveraged the market. He tricked people into thinking me. I don't know if you were a Biggie or Easy or Tupac fan. Um, I can't remember exactly who he was targeting and and saying that it was this or this person's mixtape, but it was some legends like that that had passed away, right? Because he knew it would grab people's attention. Um, I personally was an Easy E fan and a Biggie Smalls fan. Tupac never really did it for me. Um, nothing against him, but okay. But besides the tra- besides the point, um, the reason this is bad is because yeah, I think if you look it up, he's probably you know still making money off of those ringtones on flip phones, um, off of his publishing, you know, and, and royalties from those ringtones being sold, um, from his 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 singles at first, and he had record deals and all that. Da 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 da. Come 2020, you know, 12, 14 years later, what do you think of? I'm asking you, literally listening behind the screen right now, literally listening with your Apple headphones, with your Android, with your, what you, you, I'm talking to you right now. What do you think of when I say Soldier Boy? Because I know what I think of. I think of played out. This, these are the three words that come to my head played out, funny, Used to go hard, went hard, past tense, aka I don't consider him serious. I like that's reputation, that's your brand. And what happens when you fake it to make it is you might, you might, keyword might, you might get some short term success. You might, Soldier Boy probably made, I don't know, maybe let's just say 10 million. Matter of fact, let me Google. Let me Google how much Soldier Boy made in 2004. How much did Soldier Boy make in from Crank That? I'm going to say that. Sitting at 30 million, sitting at 30 million, his debut single, Crank That, broke records. The song rose to number one on the US Billboard Hot 100 at the time. He was the youngest artist to write, perform, Produce a number one song in more than 20 years. He made 7 million in one year. All right, he made 7 million. Um, all right, so his net worth right now is 30 million. And it said he made 7 million in, I don't know, 2000 something, right? Uh, 2000, um, I think it was 2007 or 2008. Cause it says he signed a, 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 um, a record deal with, with Interscope records at 16, 2007. Either way, like, don't get me wrong. And he's super successful now, I think. And he's a great example of an entrepreneur, I believe. And, uh, a successful self-employed artist and like he's had gaming consoles and i'm not gonna get too much into it right but um bro i'm looking at this thing right now he's clearly a really good like it says these are i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna list you the 10 things he's done uh on this website soldier boy's net worth is sitting at 30 million number one number two his debut single crank that broke records the song rose to number one on the u.s billboard hot 100 and at the time, he was the youngest artist to write, perform, and produce a number one song in more than 20 years. Number three, he made $7 million in one year um, from the Crank That song. Wait, wait, hold on. 
He made $7 million in one year. That year, he was named Forbes Hip Hop Cash Kings, and most of his money was made from touring and ringtone downloads. Um, he has an endorsement with World Poker Fund Holdings. The endorsement was signed in 2016 as it reported that the deal was worth $400 million for five years. Holy shit. He is also an actor and entrepreneur. Soldier Boy has his fashion line, and, it, and he enjoys playing poker on the side. Cool. You learn something new every day. He has his gaming console. In 2018, he released a video game console called The Soldier Game. The console drew criticism for, for being overpriced and copying both a Nintendo and a Sega handheld game. I think it was like from on Meng, like DH Gate or some shit. He got bashed for that. Number seven, he has his shoe collection. His partner with Yums in 2008 to collaborate on a shoe collection. Oh, this is funny. Number eight, he made money in odd ways. It was rumored that back in the day he would charge $3.99 for a retweet and $1.99 for a follow. Jesus Christ. I'm not even going to read the rest. Uh, but the point is, you know, fairly successful, but you just don't even hear about Soldier Boy. I feel like he's not on the radio anymore. His records are not cared about anymore. I think it was a huge kickstart, and, like, the reason he could be so successful is because he played the game. Um, but the thing is, I see so many people, and, and it's whatever, hypocritical. I don't know the word for me to talk about it because I'm not shit, and I haven't made it in the music industry. Um, but I'm talking about people who've played the game and made hundreds of thousand dollars or millions. But, but I feel like the more majority of these people, like they have to switch industries or do something else to maintain the revenue because they're not making a sustainable career. In my opinion, if you want to do music, you have to think of the long-term goal. It's always a long-term goals. Like it's always long-term. I was reading a, a shoe dog by Phil Knight, the original, you know, CEO and founder of Nike. Um, and he, it was originally called, um, what was it called? Blue, Blue Ribbon Sports. He out of Portland, Oregon. Blue Ribbon Sports is the original company in 1964. And in 1970, you know, like 10 or 12 years later, uh, it took him literally like 12 years to start profiting. There were, I think he was literally like bringing in like, um, grossing, grossing like $70 million at a point. And he was still in debt, like a, like a 800,000 or like a couple million. It was, you know, taking a decade or almost a decade to profit. That's a long-term goal, bro. That's freaking, it takes a decade for you to even start making money. And now you look at Nike fast forward from 1964. Um, what is that? 46, 36, 36, 56 years, fast forward 56 years. And Nike is the biggest sports footwear company in the world. Nike net worth today. Nike net worth. In 2020, Nike brand was valued at approximately 34.8 billion U.S. dollars, which has which was an increase of over two billion U.S. dollars from 2019. That's long-term focus. It's the same thing as building a brand on social media, no matter how big, how if you want to scale it into a business system like Nike, or you just want to scale it into a small. Uh, you know, small to medium sized business and be self-employed and be the CEO of a small, to, or you just want to be self-employed and be your own producer and sell beats for the rest of your life. Like whatever it is in your focus, it all starts from each, each conversation. It all starts every conversation, bro. I need to make shirts that says every conversation matters. Every single network matters. Every single, every single person matters, bro. Cause your network is your net worth. And as cheesy as that sounds, 
And I used to say that before I even understood it just because people told me that. Um, it's true. Your network is your net worth. In the music industry, I've realized that, I mean, just I'll let you be the decision. Do you think the people getting placements, let's say you're a producer like me in the hip-hop industry, or you're an artist, so we'll say both. Do you really think the artists with major record deals and the producers with um, with placements are actually the best, the most talented? Or are they just the hardest working people? You think record you think record labels sign an artist because they're super dope? Yes and no. If you do a little research, you know, go on Music Entrepreneur Club, a good research or good resource where they have A and R speak and they have some noteworthy uh, managers um, and just looking at some interviews on Producer Ground with some some past A and Rs and and artist managers and and sort of you know high up people in the music industry uh, that are retired or that, that are still doing it, they'll tell you that, you know, the music is 20% and the business is 80%. Um, and the 20% is necessary, but it's not sufficient. You know, it's like with great music, you can only go so far. And I like to say that because of, of course, if you're like the best musician or the best producer, excuse me, I cotton mouth, bro. I was getting dried up. I was spitting so much knowledge that that I was spitting so much knowledge that my mouth was was turning this hair desert, you know. Like all my gems, all my pools of water. I was like, here, drink this, drink this. Here, have it for free. <gasps> started, started, you know, started, couldn't even breathe anymore, bro. I was giving up all my free game. Free game. <laughs> um but yeah, your network is your net worth. Um, you you can have great beats, you can have great instrumentals, you can have great guitar skills, you can be a, a great drummer and all this. But if you don't know how to network, if you don't know how to manage your own royalties and publishing, how to you know how to move in the game and how to take ownership for yourself, you better you better be able to sacrifice some money. You better go pay for a manager. You better go pay. You better go sacrifice a lot of your royalties. You better go sacrifice your master. Um, your masters, you better go sacrifice that and sign a record deal and sacrifice some of your publishing. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I don't really know. I'm too, I'm too early in the game to even talk to you about pub deals and, and, and record labels. So I'm not going to go down that route, but I do know that depending on where you want to go and how you want to move in the game. No matter what you're doing and where you want to go and how you want to get there, as a creative, as a music producer, as an artist, as an engineer, as a graphic designer in the industry, um, as a, 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 maybe you just want to be like a guitar player and go studio to studio and record guitar loops or just you know record live guitar for people's beats and do a little band stuff and um, uh, um, work for hire. No matter what it is, like the more business you know and the more you know how to network and build your own brand, the better you're going to be. And it all starts from one relationship. The reason they say your network is your net worth is uh, is pretty much this. So if you actually are taking notes, then you might as well you might as well do this, right? Take, draw a V, draw a V. And at the bottom of the V, the, the, the angle at the bottom. So the V goes, uh, you know, up 45 degrees left and up 45 degrees to the right at the bottom where the two lines meet 
on the bottom of the V, um, that angle right there, circle that and draw your name under that. And then at the end of the, the, the line on the right and the end of the line on the left, draw two other people. Just be like Bob and Simon, right? Bob and Simon. Now do the same thing and draw a V on top of Bob and Simon. See what happens right there? That's exponential growth. Because by networking with two other people, you are now exposed, not exposed, that's kind of a negative word. You have the opportunity to get to know every one of Bob and Simon's or whatever the other person's name I said, uh, you're involved in their network. So your network is your net worth. And, and you never know who Bob knows. You never know who Simon knows. And it's a, it's a power player game. The more people you know, the more likely you are to be at the right place at the right time. And so many, so many people um, mistake that for being lucky as a negative thing. That is being lucky because you're smart and you work hard. And that's how it works in the industry. That's how it works. I'm fairly certain in every single industry. Of course, you have to be good at, at making beats. Of course, you have to be good at making instrumentals. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me backtrack a little so I can explain that. The exponential growth with Bob and Simon, right? You put the V on top of Bob and Simon because first you met Bob and you met Simon. Let's say you met Bob at 7-Eleven. You met Simon at a, uh, he, he, you met Simon at school, right? But they both rap. They both rap and you're a producer. But Bob knows two other artists. So on top of Bob with that V, now instead of just knowing Bob, you can meet Bob and Bob's two friends. And then you can meet Simon and Simon's two friends. But literally, you think they only know two people? You might as well put a web on top of them. You might as well put a couple Vs. So taking two people, you now know two of, you know, not only two people, but you know two of, you can know two of Bob's friends and two of Simon's friends. So instead of two people, now you have the opportunity to know six people. But let's be realistic. More, most people have no more than, than two people and so on and so forth. So then it goes six Let's just, you know, exponent. Two times two is four. Times two is 16. Or sorry, wait. Damn, I suck at math. Two times two is four. Three times three is nine. Four times four is 16. Five squared is 25. Six squared is 36. Seven squared is 49 and so forth. The more people you know, the bigger your network gets faster. It's exponential growth. That's why it's, you know. But let's get back to what I was saying, you know. Each follower is more important than the number of followers because that's just a number, bro. As I was saying before, fake it till you make it is doesn't work anymore. Like if you literally fake it till you make it and someone perceives you as all professional and rich and da 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 da, da and they hit you up and they want to like buy beats or something and you don't know how to condone business because you're a shithead and you fake your followers and you have a bad attitude, then your reputation is gone. You're fake it till you make it. Or let's just say, best case scenario, you end up selling them beats, right? But your customer service is garbage. And they go to hit you up for another beat and you're just having a bad day and you just like flip on them. And then they just go on your beat website and give you a shitty ass review and then slander your name to all their friends. You've you've essentially just destroyed a section of your pipeline. You've, you've uh, uh, burned a bridge. Because you don't know how to brand. You don't know how to focus on individual relationships. You don't know how to build value starting from square run, square one. You don't know how to network correctly. You don't know how to build a brand. And if you don't know how to do the business in the music industry, then you'll fail at the music business. 
Boom. You like how I did that a little play on words. Jay Reed's knocking. Jay Reed's talking. So, I mean, I don't want to make it too complicated because it's simple. And I feel like I've already said a lot of stuff. Um, but let's go on for like 10 to 15 more minutes. So, you don't want to be that guy who burns bridges. I've been to, uh, uh, if you don't know what BeatStars is, it's the platform I'm associated with as a producer to sell beats online, help me sell beats. I have a domain created um, through them, so I have my own website, jreadsknocking.com. By the way, if you come from the podcast, this is a plug right here. If you come from the podcast, um, shoot me a DM. If you're listening to the podcast right now, Screen record, take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, tag me at jreedsknocking, J-R-E-E-D-S-K-N-O-C-K-I-N-G, or tag me on Twitter and let the people know what you're listening to, let the people know what you think. And uh, if you're an artist, I will send you a 10% coupon to any of my beats, and I'll also plug you, I'll also plug you in on an exclusive offer I've got going on for a beat bundle. Um, if you're a producer... Um, I will plug you in on a 10% off of, uh, the next drum kit or loop kit I get, or I have to offer, which is going to be soon. Don't worry. Don't worry, guys. Don't worry. Don't worry, man. Come on. Come on. No cap. All right. Um, okay. I lost my train of thought again. What was I talking about? Yeah. All right. All right. So you don't want to be the guy who burns bridges. So Jesus Christ, I go on, I go on tangents like crazy. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, you don't want to be the guy who burns bridges. Um, you you don't want to be that guy. What's been working for me recently is is you know, oh here here's something. If you don't know who Gary V Gary V is Gary Vay Gary Vaynerchuk, um, he's the CEO of. I don't know. If, I don't think he's the CEO of Wine Library. He's the CEO of Vayner Media, which is like a multi million dollar. Uh, I don't, it's not a corporation. It's like, I don't even, it's not a franchise. Uh, maybe it's, it's probably a corporation. I don't know. It's, it's a big, big, big company. I think they're based out of New York. Um, VaynerMedia, Gary Vaynerchuk, whatever. He's extreme. Yo, my bad. Um, I don't know why it cut off. Uh, this is the first time I'm recording on my Bluebird with my KDOG eyeball, my, my studio, uh, um, equipment before I was just recording on Apple headphones. And for some reason, there's a 30 minute limit on my computer. Uh, no worries. I'm going to, I'm going to test recording actually on my DAW next time. Um, and doing like a little mix and master before, but I feel like the quality is really good. Just recording straight onto anchor with this. But what I was saying, um, don't worry, guys. I know you're busy. Um, this is only going to take 10 more minutes. Plus, I know you're having fun. You're taking notes. You're learning a shitload. So let's keep it going for 10 to 15 more minutes. All right. Sounds good, bro. All right. So I was talking about Gary Vaynerchuk, a media uh, a mogul who works with some five, Fortune 500 companies. Um, um, you know, does digi- he's digital marketing agency, does, does marketing for them. He's been a lot more popping because coronavirus. I see him taking advantage of the uh, uh, um, the market, doing some really crazy, did like an all-in challenge where he was doing crazy philanthropy, you know, raising a, a millions of dollars um, to give back to. Uh, um, I think it was coronavirus. I think he did some Black Lives Matter too, and and just a lot of good, good causes in my opinion. But the point is, he has this concept, and uh, I have actually have a book upstairs from his. I need to read. Um, I've already read read one book, but. I love his books. I love his content. Um, but what I was saying is he has a concept called jab, 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 right hook. 
And I'm going to explain it to you this way, um, just to keep it short and sweet, short and simple. Um, basically, what you don't want to do when you're building from each follower and, and focusing on each relationship is hit people up. I'm going to tell you two things you definitely don't want to do. You don't want to DM people. You don't want to hit people up. You don't want to. You, you don't want to on their your first impression of them be give me give me give me i need i need i need give 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 and ask them for stuff you don't want to spam your links or ask them for stuff because then automatically your first impression is like you're annoying you seem like a beggar that's what you seem like people who you know like one of my posts or comment like that's cool i i get it you're showing initiative and but then if you immediately dm me and just ask me like yo can you listen to my song i love your feedback uh, I can't guarantee that, bro. We have the same 24 hours and I don't even know who the fuck you are. Like, why would I just listen to your song? You cool. cool you like to comment on my post, but seems like you had, uh, you know, an expectation with that. That's not how the world works in my opinion. Right. But if you don't even follow me like, or anything, but you DM me and you genuinely start having a conversation, for example, Hey, what's good, bro. You know, um, I love that beat. Uh, I love that beast. Uh, Darkness follows. Like I really love that, bro. That shit's knocking, um, and the mix is crispy too. How long you been producing? And I'm like, oh, you know, I've been producing seriously for three years. Yada yada yada, and so forth. And you start having a conversation, and you know, you can't ask them for something at the end, and that's cool. But the best way to build a relationship is just be genuine. And give it a few days, maybe even a few weeks, and give them shit. Be like, hey, uh, by the way, bro, um, I'm doing this thing. This is this is me responding to the dude who hit me up and, and started showing love and genuine conversation. I'll say something like, um, actually, no, 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 take that back. The dude, the dude who hit me up for him to be giving, giving, Jesus Christ, this is this is all right. Basically, you don't want to hit people up and ask them for stuff. So the dude who hit me up and is complimenting me and saying he loves my beat and da-da-da and chopping it up and we're having a genuine conversation and he's building value with me because he's actually complimenting. We're having a genuine conversation. We're networking. We're getting to know each other. And he's not just spamming his link and being like, yo, listen to my shit and subscribe. Subscribe if you like it. Like, cool, bro, but you're not you're not building value. That's not valuable to me. You're actually just wasting my time because I don't know who you are and you're asking me for something. But what's worked for me is in some instances I've I've asked for something earlier on, but what works for me even better and to really, um, to really build a, a, um brand loyal customers is to truly be genuine and care for people. Hit people up, hit producers up, hit artists up, hit anyone up on Instagram that you appreciate their 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 content. Start commenting, start liking, just follow them. Like if you like them, why don't you follow them? That's how this works, right? And, um, as a producer, me, for instance, one way I can build value is I know artists want beats. Well, I, I, I like to give away free beats, especially at first to see how, to see people's work ethic, to see their attitude and, um, to see the, the quality of work, to see if they're good or not. Right. I like to give people shots, opportunities. I'm a producer. You can't just sell beats. You can't just not ever sell the beat in your life and expect to start selling beats. I sell some beats, but I've never made more than like $300 in a month. Um, but the point is, what's valuable to an artist is beats. So I like giving away free beats and, and, and giving you a shot, right? And and boom. And then maybe I have a PDF, which is like how to record vocals better. And you, you give the artist a couple of things. You build value with them a couple of times. You have genuine, you know, 
conversations, hop on the phone if you want, if you're comfortable like that, hop on the phone, hop on the video chat, build value with them, get to know them and really be genuine for a couple of days or a couple hours if it's like you're hitting it off like that or, or a couple of weeks. It's the, the time frame is not important. It's it's the concept, right? Instead of, you know, and, and that's basically jab, 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 right hook. And and then the the jab is providing jab 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 right hook and when you really hit them is is a few weeks later, and they're like your man's and y'all interact a lot. Be like, yo, hey, bro, I just dropped this a uh, uh, new song that I produced. I would really appreciate it if you could go give it a listen, man. And 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 if you don't mind, if you like it, like please drop me a follow and repost that. And you're you know that's. It's at that point, you've already given them so much, like what you're asking them is still under the, it's a lower value of what you've already provided them. So if that's a person you're going to want to work with, I guarantee they're going to be like, bro, of course, no problem. And probably if they have time, they're going to listen to it ASAP. And if they like it, they're going to repost it. And, or, the, or if they don't, they're going to give you genuine feedback. And that's what I mean by focusing on each relationship. And I think the most difficult part about this is we're impatient. Like I'm impatient as shit. I'm trying to get better at this because bro, it's going to take a long time. I'm thinking maybe in, I'm thinking realistically, I'm 23. I want to be 25 and making music for a full time, but it might be three to five years instead of two, but that's my goal. Two years. I'm going to shoot for that. And I'm going to start going like, I, I've been going hard, but shh, it's time to level up. It's always time to level up every day. You need to learn something. I, this is what I think. I think every day you should learn something. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't have to be music. You have to learn something every day. And I forgot the saying, but, you know, become one step better, become a one, 1% better every day, whether that's being a better father, whether that's being a better son, whether that's being a better brother, whether that's being a better engineer, whether that's being a better runner in the studio, whether that's being a better producer, beat maker, it doesn't matter. But if you're progressing, if you're building a plan and all that and, and becoming 1% better and trying, and when you fall, getting back up and taking notes and learning from your mistakes and becoming better, and having a long-term, a short-term, a mid-term, and long-term goal, then you're going to get to where you want. But patience, man. And on social media, you need to focus and be genuine and, and do this jab, 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 right hook technique and really learn how to market and build quality, high-valued relationship. Because it's not the quality, it's not the, it's not the number of followers you have that matters. It's the quality of each follower. And more importantly, my followers are my fans. They're not followers. I don't care about the number of followers. If it goes up, sure, because of what I'm doing, I know it's going to be a, reflect, a reflection of increasing the number of brand loyal fans. It's going to be a reflection of the more opportunity I have to sell beats and 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 maybe sell drum kits and loop kits to producers and maybe do tutorials and and and, and get more engagement cross-platform and grow my brand ecosystem, sure. But if it's fake numbers and you're just doing follow for follower and bullshit, it doesn't reflect anything. That's low quality. That's actually negative. That's needy. That's garbage marketing. That's terrible. Your numbers don't matter. It's the quality within. That's why there's some people with the same amount of followers as me or, or the same amount of subscribers as me on YouTube or something on any platform, and they're making a full-time living. You know, They're really good at it. There's some people, there's plenty of people who still are doing brick and mortar stores or doing old school. It's all like, maybe you just do SMS marketing. You don't even have social media, but you're making a full-time living. Because it's not the number of followers you have, it's the quality of each relationship. And if you have high-valued customers and, 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 and a high-valued network, you could have 10 people that you monetize each month and you make a full-time living. What if you had 10 people that spend three to $500 a month? That's three to $5,000 a month. 
as opposed to 20,000 followers and, and a tenth of those, let's just say you have 20,000 followers, but literally only 1% of those people, um, 1% of those people spend $200. Let's see how much that is. Okay, hold on. Hold on, folks. Hold on, folks. My face ID is not working with my mic in my face. Let's see the math right here. And this is how I'm going to end it because this is freaking crazy. 20,000 followers uh, divided by 100. My math is weird. So that's 200 people, right? That spend $200. 200 people that spend $200. Okay, actually, that's a shitload of people. 200 people that's... But they wouldn't spend $200. 200 people that spend $30. That's like the same... Okay, no, no, not even that. 200 people that spend... Let's do $10. So if you have 20,000 followers, because this is this is comparing a high-value network, even though the numbers are a lot lower of followers and, and customers you have, as opposed to having a shitload of followers, but a really low-value network. Like your, 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 your monetization is garbage and your brand is transparently trash. If you have 20,000 followers and you're only monetizing 1% of those and you can only get them all to spend $10, then you're making $2,000. $2,000 a month. But you have 20,000 followers. But if you have, what's the first one I said? Oh, if you have 10 customers, high-valued network, all you have is 10 people in your network, but they're high-valued customers. They're, they, you, they, they spend a lot of money. 10 customers spending $300 to $500 is, um, you know, three to $5,000 a month. That's almost double at the, at the bottom level. That's almost double. So, I mean, that being said, guys, stop worrying. And another thing is if you all you do is compare yourself to other producers and artists and people on social media and, and, and YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and all you do is compare your following to them, you're going to be insecure as shit. And you're going to spread yourself too thin and you're probably going to be too influenced and think whatever they're doing is the right way and what you're doing is wrong. You're going to lose your competitive advantage. You're going to stray away from what you should be doing. You're going to lose touch with your target market. And, th and this is all theoretical. You're going to lose touch with your target market. You're probably going to be starting doing some shit. You're going to be insecure. You're going to lose your confidence. And you're going to assume that a lot of people assume that people get these followers and subscribers overnight. And the exponential growth, like I said, it's harder to get 1,000 followers or 10,000 followers than it is to go from 100,000 to 200,000. Or once you have 500,000, it's easier to go to a million than what and then it's easier to go to five from 500,000 to a million than it is to go from one follower to 500,000 because exponential growth. The more people you touch, the more of their network you're exposed to and it's like a spider web. It's like a it's like the tree of life. Like that's how it works, the exponential growth. 2 times 2 is 4, but 4 times 4 is 16. Is that crazy? Like, I don't know how to explain that, but that's exponential growth. The more people you touch, the more networks you're exposed to and your network grows exponentially. So guys, with that being said, I'm going to, I'm going to leave it at that. I hope y'all took good notes. I hope y'all really enjoyed this uh, podcast um, episode, episode seven. I'm going to be more consistent with uh, uh, at least one episode every two weeks in the future. Um, in the next two weeks, I'm going to have a guest on here. Um, one of my, my local homies, who's an artist, who's dope. Um, but yeah, guys, with that being said, I really hope you enjoyed it and I hope you have a great, great rest of your morning, afternoon or, 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 or night. And no, and remember if something happened yesterday, 
or something just happened that's terrible. It doesn't matter. What matters in life is how you react. And I really hope you react positively, productively, proactively, and, and really take learn lessons in life. There's there's no failure. Failure is just it's just a perception. The only failure is when you give up and stop trying. But failure is actually the key. Actually, I kind of just uh, what did I just kind of just contradicting myself. Falling on your face is the key to success. You have to fall and fail to succeed. But it's not failure when you don't succeed. That's that's the, you're one step closer to success. Success. You literally have to eat shit, and and as Gary Vee would say, you have to eat shit to to get the to get the bag or, or become happy and be fulfilled. Whatever you want to do. Um. But definitely don't let, let failure and that shit traumatize you because if I'm being honest, guys, the most traumatizing and negative situations in my life are what have shaped me and continue to make me a better person, a better producer, and closer to my dream every step, every day, 1% better. Um, so let's wrap it up with that, guys. I hope you learned something. Make sure you're focused on, on each relationship. And um, if you're a producer, artist, whoever you are listening to this podcast on the other side of the screen – Make sure that you share this, like this, whatever, everything positive you can do on the other side of the screen. Please help me spread this message and help spread Jay Reed's talking and take this platform to the next level. If you don't already, uh, my hanger is Jay Reed's knocking, J-R-E-E-D-S-K-N-O-C-K-I-N-G on all platforms. Um, that's Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, YouTube, and I'm trying to expand and grow bigger and help more people and make more dope music every day. Um what you can expect for the future is more singles for this year. I hope y'all are staying safe. I hope y'all are staying positive and optimistic. I know coronavirus, but come on, guys! Like they're gonna, there's gonna be, there's gonna be immunity, or there's gonna be a, a um, a, a, I forgot what it's called, the 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 shot, the cure, whatever. You don't don't, uh, yeah, I'm sounding like an idiot right now. It's gonna get better. It's gonna get fixed. Um, there's gonna be a vaccine. That's what it's called. There's gonna be a vaccine, and and just make sure you're staying productive and and uh, uh, doing the best you can in life. That's all that matters, right? So, um, the one thing I want you to leave with today is focus on each relationship individually and, um, don't focus on the numbers. No one gives a shit about the numbers. Focus on the, 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 the each relationship individually. And it all starts with one conversation with one person. Um, so take that and really, really, really take control and, and, and because action is the key. Knowledge is potential power. Now take what you learned today and run with it and actually put it to work. So as I said before, Jay Reed's knocking J-R-E-E-D-S-K-N-O-C-K-I-N-G on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Please subscribe. Please follow me on all those. I'd really appreciate it. If you're on Instagram, Twitter, whatever you are, screenshot, uh, screen record, you listen to this and, and throw a reaction, whatever you want to do. Just help me share and spread this and I would really appreciate that. I will give you uh, uh, 10% on, on any of my products. I'll give you some special, special coupon, uh, uh, um, promotional limited time offers just, uh, for showing love. I really, really appreciate that guys. And, um, with that being said, Jay Reed, Jay Reed's talking. Thank you for tuning me on episode seven and y'all have a great rest of your day. Peace.